thank you so much for being here. And uh, anyone who's watching or listening, thank you guys so much. Uh, so guys, the purpose of this podcast is, as you know, uh, business can be better and it should be. That's our motto here. And so the purpose of the podcast is to help business owners have uh, more freedom, joy, profit, happiness in their business and in their life. So uh, I asked two of my favorite female entrepreneurs, uh, ladies who I've seen just create a magnificent better business um, to join me because I want them to share a little bit with you guys about uh, their journey what they've learned specifically through COVID um, because I'm really proud of you guys. You're one of the shining examples of people who um, actually became better because of COVID. It's, uh, it's so cool. So anyways, um, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself, uh, please, so that I don't I want to make sure that you guys uh, get in everything that you, you want to include. So uh, just tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Just assume people don't know who you are. Okay. Go ahead, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, um, so Jane and I own Pure Spa. We are just downtown. We've been open for two years, two years actually. Yeah. July 1st. July 1st. Yeah. yeah. So um, when COVID hit, we had just kind of been getting started. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, so we uh, provide, um, we have massage and pedicures, facials, mm -hmm. full service spa. That's mm -hmm. what we do. Yeah. And if anybody's been in there, it's just absolutely stunning, beautiful. I always hear the comments. I can't believe this is in Lethbridge. <laughs> so you guys, you guys created this like from your, your vision, right? That you had in the beginning. Yeah. This is, is this what you had envisioned? Yeah. yeah, you know, we'd, we'd always you'd hear people say, oh, I went out of town for a, for a spa weekend. And, and Jaina and I just thought, Lethbridge, you know, we deserve to have that here. Mm -hmm. People deserve to have that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so you didn't I, skip a beat. No, no, not at all. Um, so tell so, us about yourselves, a little bit about yourselves and your business. So I graduated from the college when I was 19 years old and from a really young age, I just had this deep driving desire to really figure out how I could help and serve people. Um, and so when I was 14 years old, and of course I, I was so young, I had no idea, but I just knew that I had this, this big dream and I had no idea how that was going to unfold, but I would have my mom buy me gift cards for my birthday and for Christmas and I would go and get massages. I had no idea what I was looking for, but I would go to the massage therapist and in my head, I would critique things. So I had a feeling of what I thought people should be able to experience um, for their body and for their mind and overall health. And I would go to these therapists and think, oh, this didn't feel quite right. Or I think that that could have been better. So again, super uneducated. I had no experience, but I did feel that um, people's lives could be better. Now, I definitely feel that there's there's a place for pharmaceuticals, but I also feel like there was a lot of room for people to feel healthy and well without always relying on that. So I started my journey. I, um, yeah, I graduated from the college when I was 19 and I worked for somebody for three months. And at that point in time, the mentorship wasn't that great. I was paid $15 an hour. She was charging out 60 and um, it just didn't feel great. So even though that was a hard lesson for me to learn, it really set the stage for what I had envisioned um, for other people and for clients where I wanted a place where other massage therapists could be nurtured and taken care of and mentored. 
while providing a beautiful space that was appealing to both that basic anatomy and physiology component of massage, but then also to add more. I want it to be better. I want it to be more well-rounded. So um, I took the opportunity to learn and to grow. And with very, very little education in business, <laughs> I, I learned the hard way. And then, um, and then we found you. <laughs> so by the time... Aww. <laughs> By the time I had, I had been a practitioner, I'd owned my own little business for 20 years. And seven of those years, um, I ended up getting connected to my amazing business partner. And, you know, we would always joke in the small space, like someday when we own our spa, we're going to do this and someday. And then one day we thought, what if we just put a business plan together? And we were just going to go until somebody said no and nobody said no. And we <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. Just connected with the right people and uh, just people helped us. Yeah. You know, there was yeah. people, our, our landlord was amazing. She let us do everything we wanted to that building, which was kind mm -hmm. of crazy. You know, our banker, she was a client and mm -hmm. she said, yeah, we can get you money. <laughs> That's you awesome. So um, Jane and I joke that the right people have always just shown up for us. You know, we, we've worked really hard, but um it's kind of true. Like mm -hmm. when the right person uh, needs to show up, they just show up. Um, yeah, we, we put a lot of work mm -hmm. in and uh, people just supported us. So uh, yeah, it was kind of a big ambitious dream. And, and like Jana said, nobody said no, we just <laughs> kept going and here we are today. So yeah. people, that's a, that's a huge thing. Cause I know I obviously I'm a client of yours and I know the kind of people you have in there and it's just incredible. The quality of, uh, human beings and also like technically skilled people that you've found and and so uh, I don't think you give yourselves enough credit because you sort of attract people that are like you right so you have great people because you guys are great people but I think one of the the great things about your business that people could really learn from is your training program because you mentioned Jaina that that might have left a little bit to be desired when you were when you're younger and uh, I guess can you tell us how important you think that is like having a training plan in place as opposed to just hiring somebody and getting them to follow you around for a week? Oh my goodness. You know what? It is absolutely instrumental. And I think at the very core of our training program is that I have, again, it's back to that original dream where I really genuinely wanted to take people under my wing. I've got 20 years of experience, which is a lot as a massage therapist. And um, I feel so passionately about helping and providing services for other people. I wanted to be able to, you know, not just give a therapist a couple techniques, but I want them to be able to learn and grow personally and professionally. And so I think that that has a big impact on what that person is able to bring as personally and professionally into that treatment room. So a lot of it is, first of all, really caring about the people that you have, investing in them, um, creating creating a training I guess, program that they can be really successful at and, and giving them the time and energy, right? So when I have my massage therapist come in, I give them a massage um, pre-COVID. We have them use our saunas and our facilities so that they get to be a client. They get to see what our clients are experiencing. And so there's a lot of nurturing. There's a lot of supporting our people with techniques that work and with a way of educating their clients in a way that works for them as well. So um, it's time, it's energy, it's love, it's consistency, and it's it's being really clear 
on um, also what the expectation is, right? So I'm happy to give and to provide and to support, but also they know what the standard is. So as a practitioner, I heard all kinds of people come in and they would say, oh my gosh, I've never had a massage like this before. And I wanted that to, um, it resonated with me where I thought as an industry, I wanted to set that bar just a little bit higher so that people can expect that high quality. And with that, it means that your people, that your business is only as good as your employees. And so I wanted our employees to, to really get the vision of what we wanted for them and for our, our, uh, our guests at Pure Spa. So, Yeah, I think that's, uh, you touched on something so important that I really want people to grab from that. Um, I always think about Gas King in this example. I feel terrible if Gas King's owners ever uh, listen to this, but um, I, I go, going in there, I think probably like 15 years ago, and just the way that you, it's kind of like Walmart too. Um, You can really tell how connected or disconnected the employees are to the owner, to the mission, to the the vision they had for that business. Um, And it's, Sam Walton would turn over in his grave if he knew what Walmart had turned into. But with you guys, it's like, you can't really tell who the owner is. You know, when you go in, you get treated and that's so important. The staff have to really get your vision for how clients want to be treated. And I think a lot of people miss that, um, not only in the training, but in the, the ongoing connection, the ongoing coaching, the ongoing relationship. So how do, you, how do you keep your people treating your staff or treating your clients so well? Um, you know, I think the first thing that's really important to us when we hire somebody is that they love this work. You know that they're there for the right reasons and that they really love um, whether it's aesthetics or massage whatever it is that they do and that they really want to be um, in in our workspace i'd say that's the first thing mm-hmm. um, and then it's that that training right mm-hmm. and i think along with that too is that and i hope our staff would agree with us but we do we take time to serve our staff as well right so Um, you know, Rachel and I have been really intentional with just one simple thing where when they walk in the door, if we're up front, we greet them as though we hadn't seen them in years where it's like, we're, we're happy, you know, it's like the best day ever being able to see their faces come through that door. Hey, that's what you do to me when I come in. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's not just me then. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We're genuinely, we genuinely do love these people and love yeah. our clients. So it's, you know, it's a real response. It's yeah. not like it's fake, but yeah. we do make an effort to, you know, just to acknowledge people and see people. It's important. Yeah. You know? And to serve them too, yeah. right? If somebody's running behind, I've got no problems um, going into their treatment room and sanitizing it, changing the table over. If I've got a few minutes, like, why not? Why not help each other out and serve each other, right? So the more you serve, the more you love the people that you serve. And so we're hoping that through example, that that resonates and we can see it already with our staff. They do little acts of service for each other every day. So we're not perfect. (laughs) I just want to be really clear about that. But (laughs) human beings, we work really hard at fostering and caring and um, being present for our staff the best we can, right? Yeah, there's so much good stuff I want to unpack there. So the one, the last thing you said that I remember uh, is uh, like the self-awareness piece and working on yourselves. Like I was talking to a leader about that today. That's all, in my opinion, that's the only thing you need to have is the commitment to becoming better. 
you know, if you have that one characteristic and you're willing to be better, you take feedback from your people, you work on your leadership, you try. Um, two, you role model it. Like you absolutely have to be the example of what you want from your team because I just, like I interview uh, employees sometimes for my clients, right? And that's one of the first things that employees will point out if they're not in the best sort of frame of mind is like, well, the boss doesn't do it. So why should I do it? So you got to role model that. And the third thing is like, you have to really love what you do. And I, I really want to get into what you guys learned during COVID. Um, but I think that I haven't looked at your notes here, but I'm, I'm guessing that might be in there is if you didn't really love this stuff, if you didn't really love serving people in this way, if you didn't love what you sell, it would have, you would have been like, it's done. Like, why would we keep pushing this? Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, um, one of the things that really stood out to us was that our clients came to us during that time and they just, they missed us and we missed them. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's been important to us right from the get go that, um, you know, we may do a massage service or a pedicure, but it's really about connection with, with other human beings, right? At the end of the day, that's what people are looking for. And so, um, we really saw that come back to us during COVID. Uh, we just got a lot of feedback and a lot of love from our clients. So, and our staff, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, really you're, love it. Yeah, everybody is struggling with connection right now. That's a huge thing. So uh, I'm so glad you guys were able to open back up along with all, all the other businesses that uh, provide the types of services that you do. So um, when it first happened, how was your reaction like when it first happened? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I think we cried for two days straight. Like, oh. You know, like any business owner, you, you never plan for something like this. It just, you know, you can have all sorts of scenarios for all sorts of things, but nobody saw this one coming, you know, and if you did, you know, what do you, you don't know quite what to do with it. So for Jana and I being two years in, we hold a lot of, we hold a lot of financial responsibilities and responsibilities with staff and clients. And so it was really overwhelming to think we're shutting down and we, we don't know, we don't know the path out or when you know when will this be over or how will how will we come back from it so um it was really overwhelming it was mm -hmm. a really heavy couple of days but i'd say that you know one of the things that i've i've really learned over over the past two years being in business is that you just got to get up and show up you know you just keep showing up every day no matter how you feel you just keep showing up you know so it took us probably about 48 hours and then it's like Okay. I'm not even, you know what? That is impressive. We're like, okay, let's make a plan, right? Yeah. We make a plan. So you, thanks to you, you taught us a lot about um, budget. <laughs> so that was the first thing we did, right? We went our budgets and no. everybody we owed money to, we picked up the phone and called them and just, just reduced as much as we could, right? Because we knew that we didn't know how long it was going to be. And we just knew we needed to hold on to as much money as we could right so that yeah. um yeah it was it was a it was a crazy time mm -hmm. you know well and i think too the other thing is you know with with COVID, it of course freed up time so we're able to listen to all kinds of different podcasts and kind of regain that momentum but i heard this analogy of um starting a business is like launching a rocket <laughs> right? There are so many moving components and parts and energy, and there's this huge force to get this rocket up in the air. And so 
for us. Um, and it's, it's chaotic and it's loud and it's crazy and all of that. So for the last two years, we're basically gearing up with all of this chaos to essentially like launch our business rocket, so to speak. And then all of a sudden that had been cut off. <laughs> so I think for the first little bit, we, we just, we collapsed and we cried and we mourned the loss of, you know, all of the financial gains that we had over the last couple of years and all of the energy and time and blood, sweat and tears that we had put into our business. Um, so I think that it's, and we also learned that it was okay because I think I know for your philosophy, you're super positive, you're, you're solution orientated and it's like, get up, you, you figure it out, get going. But I think for us, um, it taught us to give ourselves a little bit of space to not be our best selves and to mourn that loss. <laughs> just and a little bit. Just, just a little, little bit. bit of time. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, okay, like it's time to, to get up and go. Like, yeah. step come up it up, plan. come up with a plan yeah. and figure it out. But yeah. for us, it, that analogy really resonated um, yeah. for us just because it's like, again, you know the force that it takes to get that going. And, and uh, yeah, all of a sudden it was like, okay, and you're done. So we had to recalibrate and figure out um, figure out other plans, which is kind of you now the fun part of what yeah. we learned about COVID and, and how our business is better because of it. Um, awesome. And just for the record, um, that didn't really work for me. I like, I tried uh, for the first couple of weeks, I think I worked like, I think I worked for every minute I was awake. I was, I was working because so many people were struggling and I was like, this is my mission. This is my mission to make business owners happier. And they were all unhappy. So I was just like, <laughs> I was like losing it after like probably nine weeks of that. I think that's when I crashed. So I would have much rather taken 48 hours to drink wine and <laughs> lay on the couch drunk and then come back to work really good. But I, I so your way, your way was better this time. Um, you know, it's, it was different for everybody, right? It was just yeah. so yeah. unprecedented. It's just a crazy, yeah. crazy so thing. It was crazy. It was hard. And I do feel like for a lot of businesses, we are, at least with my businesses and the businesses that, that I work with, absolutely. Like we are so far ahead now of where we were at that point when we found out when we were, you know, businesses were closing all that sort of stuff. Like it's almost for some people, it's almost being forgotten about. So now that we're like pulling out of this and we're like, really the point of having you guys on here is that I knew that there would be some um, morning. I wasn't going to maybe label it that, way but I knew there'd be some stuff that was just like oh it was really unfortunate but what I really wanted to hear was like what's the good stuff yeah and there's lots of good stuff so good actually things. we're like you I think in the long run when we look back at this time we'll see that um COVID in some ways was like a slingshot right it helped us yeah. to move forward um I think for the first two years well, I, I don't think for the first two years mm -hmm. of our business Jaina and I and we had talked a lot about this with you had spent the majority of our time in treatments, you know, um, grinding it out, making money. And um, so like doing the services, doing services, yeah. right. And also and managing chaos at the same time, right. So when when we weren't in services, we're um, answering questions for clients or our staff or, you know, running around, just, just kind of trying putting out fires, putting yeah. out fires, exactly. So, you know, we come and meet with you once a week and talk about how to get past that. And um, the nice thing was, is I think with COVID, uh, it forced us to, I mean, suddenly we weren't dealing with, with fires anymore. Um, and we weren't dealing with clients, really. Yeah. 
part, right? So I remember you telling me, yeah, we did all our homework in two weeks. <laughs> oh, there's never, there will never be done it, but you know, <laughs> we did a lot. Um, we really, we really did a lot of things, put a lot of things in place um, so that when we did come back, which was just what a week ago, 10 days ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah. We, yeah. We're just, in, we just feel like we're in such better shape, you know? And so you, you have to do the working on your business, like the setting up the procedures, the training program, the goals for your staff. You have to, you have to work on your business so that you're not required in it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like a forced break, you know? And, and that's what I heard from a lot of business owners actually is like, oh my gosh, now I get it. I don't have to be serving the customers or putting out those fires because now my staff know what their jobs are. They have goals. And my most valuable activities are like coaching my staff and driving the business towards that vision that we have. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, you got to do that work to get there. So it's such a, it's such a, it's give and take. It's like, well, yeah, it is a lot of work, but just every little process you create, every system you put in place, every job description you make, every goal that you agree on with your team ekes out a little more time for you to do more working on the business. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy when you, I was really happy for you guys when you told me that it's like you had a, a forced, uh, like what's the, what's the break they take in February? It's like reading week. Like oh, no one yeah. ever reads, but like <laughs> forced homework break or something. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so the other opportunities, like, so you took, you took that free time to put together uh, new strategies. Oh, did you guys, you guys sold product during the, the shutdown? We did. Yeah. That was one thing awesome. that we were able to do. So I'd say probably um, three quarters of our revenue really comes from treatments, right? One-on-one -on -one services, but we had a decent revenue stream coming from our, um, from our skincare products. So yeah, definitely. We, we, uh, we really quickly came up with a strategy to keep selling it. Um, yeah. So I, I think the one thing that stands out for me, so if, if we're talking COVID specific, is that um, it basically took all the peripheral noise out of our heads. And so things became really clear. So and it is hard. Um, it's hard to focus when you have so many things that are thrown at you all the time as a business owner. And it's really hard to navigate that. So having COVID, again, it cleared that peripheral noise. So we were able to get really intentional about where we, where we invested our time and energy. So um, the one opportunity we had with selling product during COVID is that we're, we were able to connect in a, in a special and interesting way with our clients. So we wanted them to know how grateful we were. And so for every product that we sold, we would do a handwritten note. We would add in a little chocolate, some eminent samples, and we would just let them know that they were appreciated and that we were really grateful for them. And, and it gave us an opportunity to have that specialized little extra that we could give to our clients. So um, for us, it was really nice to have that space to show and to give back to people that were also taking time to support our business. Um, and again, it all boils down to connections, right? Connections yeah. and relationships. Yes, connections and relationships. I was, I was going to say those exact three words um, because when you think about the businesses who don't have that or the, the businesses who aren't mission-driven, who aren't uh, really caring about people, they did not have customers during COVID being like, is there a way I could spend money with you? Like I know our gym, like our coaches, our, 
our coach is one of the, the greatest people and he has drummed up a lot of loyalty over the years. So myself and my husband and I know a lot of other people were like, please keep charging us for our gym membership, even though the gym is closed. So you yeah. guys were experiencing that because you, because your business is built on the right things, you know, you're not just out there trying to make a dollar, you're serving people and you're connecting. And yeah, that's so awesome. That's a huge yeah. takeaway. I love that you can't do it wrong. You know what I mean? Like you can't run a business for the wrong reasons and be like just a greedy, bad person and have like a really strong, amazing company. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah, good. I think the other thing that became really crystal clear for us is that your dream really, truly has to be bigger than yourself. So, and especially for any of those business owners that also have staff too, um, if your dream isn't bigger than you, it's way too easy for your ego to kick in when you have problems. And so the, the vision of the dream needs to be stronger than your egos need to be right. Um, and so for us, it was, and I, Rachel and I are pretty good at owning stuff, but it gave us a chance to reflect back. So when you come to the table, when you have this big dream and this big vision, you can't be a crummy person necessarily and have that kind of like, you can have success, but not fulfillment, right? So for us, um, it just it, it was just you know kind of a confirmation that our our desire for this dream for you know our staff to learn and grow and to you know grow into their potential and for clients to be able to come in and have you know not just a massage but an overall experience um, that dream is much bigger than my need to be right over something small and petty and so. With COVID, that became really clear. The other thing that became really clear for us is you can have a, a big dream, but if it's not serving the needs of the people around you, the demographic, then you really have to reassess that. So over the last 20 years, we heard clients all the time saying, oh my gosh, I wish we had this. I wish we had this. So our clients were telling us what the need was, and we've been able to deliver and we're excited for the opportunity to keep on delivering that service and that need, right? So I think that the plus side of COVID, things became really clear for us yeah. on what yeah, we and I, personally, professionally, and for everybody, right? Sorry, I have to keep interrupting you guys because you just keep dropping like these bombshells that people need to hear. <laughs> and then you keep talking. I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> um, they're like, it's written so many ways in so many different books, but like, <laughs> a lot of us uh, just make a company because we like something and we think people will want it. But if there's no market uh, for your product or service, you literally have no chance. Um, but the other thing is your clients tell you, and you just said it so perfectly and succinctly and clearly, people tell you what they want. So to listen to the people, listen to the clients and to serve that. Yeah, that's truly the only way. That's so mm -hmm. awesome. Um, can you guys speak a little bit on your partnership? I don't know if that's, that was in your plan, but um especially during times of stress like this. Uh, there are a lot of partnerships who, you know, I, we're still fairly freshly partnered, uh, Ryan and I, so I try not to brag too much about our partnership. Um, plus it's all because he's like the most amazing human being in the world. But other than the partnership I'm in and a select few other clients I've worked with, I've never met two people who run a business together who are so patient, kind, and in sync on things. So how did COVID affect the partnership? Did it just strengthen it? What's your secret? You know, I think, I think, you know, I, well, speaking for me, I think this is one of the most important relationships I have, right? And so, um, 
I, always looking to keep myself in check. And it's not always, mm -hmm. you know, perfect, but um, we, we work pretty hard at it. You know, mm -hmm. we laugh a lot, right? We, we laugh a lot. Yeah, like we're goofy and we're silly and we make light of things. And, and I can tell if I'm having a rough day, Rachel has a lot of patience and lets me run with the emotions that I need to. I can, you know, sometimes they're irrational, they're not always logical, but you know, she'll kind of run with it. She'll let me have my time. And then we come back and we, we figure out a solution and same thing. So we can tell when we're having an off day and you just give the person space yeah. to, you know, not always physical space, but emotional, mental um, space to kind of do what they need to do. And then you come back to the table. And I think also, again, it, it all boils back, back to um, our philosophy on relationships and communication and connection, right? It's, we're all doing the best we can at the end of the day. And everybody, I think, truly wants to be happy and satisfied, but we're all having this human experience. And so I think for Rachel and I, um, we take that really seriously. We respect each other as human beings. We know that we're not perfect. Um, we laugh again, we laugh a lot. And even when it's a really rough day, like we just kind of giddy up and get going, like whatever. <laughs> another day <laughs> just picturing Rachel showing me the what are those beautiful towels that I bought from there oh that's oh, towels. she's like the tiniest human she's like look they even fit big girls and she's like trying to and I'm like yo you're so not big this is so ridiculous <laughs> yeah like I always laugh when I'm around you guys that's so good and also you stop saying so many good things in one sentence for gosh sakes people are trying to learn here so fun yeah patience yeah. Yeah. Um, space. I think forgiveness, you kind of implied there, like yeah. you're very uh, forgiving, but I think too, the self-awareness thing, because I know for me with you guys, like some clients, um, sometimes when I have to tell a client, yeah, you're being a real jerk here. Your employee's right. Like, it's not really the easiest job in the world to be someone's business coach sometimes, but I never worried about you guys like clawing my eyes out when I was like, how about we look at how you guys could be better here? You know, you guys were constantly, yeah, how can I be better? Tell us, you know, yeah. I, and so that self-awareness piece and that willingness to be better, I think is so just a huge part of who you guys are and probably a big piece of your, your partnership being so successful too. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I good for you guys. I think without it, we, we wouldn't be here. No. You know, um, it's too yeah, much stress. it's a lot of work yeah. though, right? Yeah. I think our partnership and being um, bosses or having staff, um, that's, that's a lot of work. It's a lot mm -hmm. of self-awareness. It's a lot of like, all right, what can I have done better? How can I be a better person? Um, I think in the last two years is that for me, there's been more of that than there ever has been before. So yeah, it has to be right. Cause your business is a reflection of you. Yeah. And uh, I know I have this with my husband. It's like, I think it's been almost nine years now. And every single time I am convinced that I'm going to tell my counselor that he is wrong this time. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Oh no, you actually need to change the way you're thinking. And it's like, what me again? But it's, uh, it's always us, right? It's a, we always have that opportunity to make things better and we're always creating the relationships and we're always creating. So, um, yeah, I really, really, uh, respect that in you guys. And I really, people need to know that it's, you have to work on yourself if you want to have a good business. And, and you guys are just showing that that's awesome. Good for you. And I, really, um, I really think for us, like that continues to be the goal and the journey, you know, I think 
um, yeah, our, our business is completely a reflection of how well we can do that. Yeah. yeah. And that ego just has to get like shoved down and beat up and stuffed in a box because it's like, okay, Kelly Ray, tell me what I can do better again. You know, it's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you want me to change? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that ability to look at yourself and improve is your, that's the only cap on your business, right? Um, I, I see something that you wrote here that I totally agree with. Uh, one of your notes about um, you feel like COVID created condensed business lessons. Mm -hmm. I think that COVID really put a magnifying glass to a lot of people's uh, weak spots in their business. Do you want to, do you want to share any of those? Like some lessons maybe that you're like, whoa, COVID just really highlighted our need for this thing or. Oh, so many. Lost, yeah. <laughs> maybe um, the training program, I think was one of your biggest. That yes. was a big one. Yeah. We had this, you know, like, like we said earlier, we were busy in our business, you know, just running the business from day to day. And so we didn't have a lot of extra time to do, to training process mm -hmm. uh, manuals or processes. And so we really dug in and took the time and did videos and manuals uh, for training. And um, we actually were fortunate enough to have, uh, how many new staff do we have? We've got four. Four. Yeah. So um, yeah, we had we hired new staff before COVID had hit. And then we had the time to actually train them and use all of that stuff. So they're in better shape than anybody we've ever had come in. They're just, they're just for the supports. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're doing, doing great. great. Awesome. Yeah. That's one of those things that people like, especially in a business that's growing as fast as yours, like they, as an owner or a leader or manager, like you think, well, I could take the time to record 14 hours of video and type up this manual for people, but I could also be doing services or just mm -hmm. showing the person. And it's like, yeah, but that's short-term thinking. That's not creating more space for you later on. So the fact yeah. that you got that wicked, wicked training program done, I think it's going to serve you for years and years. Yeah. And I think well, I know too, it will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Having the break, we realized that, you know what, I know Kelly Ray, I can't even tell you how many times you come up in our conversation. We're like, what would Kelly Ray tell us right now? <laughs> You're making me, my head way too big. It's not going to fit on the screen. It's okay. Somebody else will People just are going to think I paid you to do this. No. This is not a paid advertisement. These are real people, not actors. Seriously. Okay. But you know, all the things that you had taught us over the years, they started to, you know, like, you know them, but we had a break, like instead of doing 13 hour days and being so exhausted by the end of the day and um, we kind of got a taste of what it was like to have space to mentor these students. We had, you know, we felt what it was like to actually have time to look over our budget. We had time to start like being the creators of our business again. And so that was really appealing. So even though it was scary to take that step back, so um, you'll, you know, we've cut our shifts back at work now. We have, Good. I know it's just huge after 20 years. It's very <laughs> counterintuitive to cut back, but, um, COVID gave us the time and space to really, again, get intentional. And I, I went back to that, um, that analogy about the rocket is that even though it's chaotic and there's a lot going on, it's very calculated right? You've got certain mechanics that are making sure that these parts are running correctly. You've got your scientists, you've got all of these people working together to help launch this rocket. And for us, and I think that in most businesses, when you start out, you do need to go through that kind of growth stage of 
wearing all of the hats, but then at some point in time, business needs to be better <laughs> because it's not sustainable in that phase. So we were able yeah, to and move us to the next phase through COVID. Somewhat, right? Somewhat. We're yeah. still like, now we've yeah. got another learning curve, but it, it helped us. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to get it done, right? Like there's always going to be more that you can do to make it better because that's the whole, right? Um, but I think there's something really important there that we need to, we need to reiterate for people. And, I, and I've even seen this in my most driven friend. One of my friends is completing her master's. She's also teaching and she has a full-time shift work job. So she's like got three full-time things going on and she's an amazing, uh, you know, wife and friend and uh incredibly intense athlete like it's crazy and so her pace of life she'd be the last person that I ever thought would tell me this but she she came over to my house one day in like a three-quarter length sweatpants and like a t-shirt and kind of sprawled on the couch and was like I'm never going back like I'm <laughs> never going back to the pace that I was at before because why would I yeah. and so the, yeah. the thing is people don't get and and I mean it I'm still getting this like I I know my mentor would laugh if she heard me say that, I, oh, I've got this down pat, but the less you work, the easier it feels, the better it feels, the happier you are, the more everything flows. So you can work less and make way more money. People mm -hmm. don't have to put in 18 hour days to make the money because grinding it out, grinding it out. Oh, I hate that. People are like, you got to grind it out. You got to work so hard. You're going to work your fingers to the bone. Yeah. You maybe get yourself to like a certain level with that, but beyond that, the truly great businesses, people are not working 18 hours a day. They are not, you know, like it's less is more. Absolutely. And so, and, and, and it doesn't come all at once. It's not like a light switch, right? But it sounds to me like you guys are really starting to get that. And I'm so happy for you. Like to have a team of people delivering and, yes. and, and executing on your vision and to have you doing the driving the business part rather than doing, yeah, it's just so great. I'm so happy for you guys. Oh, and I, uh, I've already been in once, but I think I'm coming back Friday. So I'm really, I love going there. It's like, I don't know if you, if people who are listening or watching have been to Sparkling Hill Resort, but I seriously, I like it way better than Sparkling Hill Resort. It's amazing. Oh, nice. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah. If you guys want to share anything else, you go ahead. But honestly, I don't think I've ever had such a lesson packed podcast before. Oh, people are going to have to, yeah, people are going to have to go back and pause it and write notes because you've shared so many good lessons. Yeah. You know what? I think that um, if we could just give anybody any little bit of advice that are, that's either starting out their business or they're kind of, kind of in the thick of things is, um, it's okay to, to, to be overwhelmed. Um, that's part of that journey. And to know that it doesn't always have to be that way, right? You're going to go through the chaos. And then so long as you're intentional about where you're wanting to go and where you're wanting to take your business is, you know, keep that goal, um, work through it and seek out people that can help you along the way as well. So, and again, another analogy that Rachel had mentioned is that your, your business is like a junk drawer. There's so many different things in there. You've got this, you've got that, you've got whatever. And so every time you go into it, it's really overwhelming. And there's so many things coming at you that, but if you can take a little bit of time and slowly step back and organize your work junk drawer, right? Get this <laughs> in place. You know, uh, your junk drawer must be nicer than mine. But no, it's a hot <laughs> no. mess at times. <laughs> but you know, as you start to kind of sift through your, your business junk drawer, it does get better. Like hang in there. There's, yeah, so there's a lot of things. There's a lot going on. If you're really struggling, if you're having a rough day, because the to-do lists are always 
um, way too long. And there's always way too many things. You can never accomplish it. You feel defeated at the end of the day. Pick three things, three things that will bring you closer to being able to step back from your business. Do those three things in a day. The rest is a bonus and just let it be. Um, yes. Stop. Don't yes. say anything else. You got to stop for a second. This yeah. is so good. <laughs> the three things, but the, the three things that will bring you closer to your business goals, not just any three things, because if you're just like calling back a customer or answering a Facebook message that your marketing person should be answering, you're not actually moving closer to your vision. So yes, I love that so much. And I was a bit nervous when I heard the list thing because it the calendar. I was like, lists or calendars? But now I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so great. Um, you guys, I'm so grateful to have met you and to have you uh, been on the podcast and the vodcast. I, I seriously can't believe how much you had to teach us. So thank you so much for being here. Um, can you tell everybody uh, where they can find you or follow you? Yeah, absolutely. So we're right downtown. We're in the heart of the city. Um, for location, we're right across from the Galt Park. It's a beautiful space, and uh, you can follow us on our Facebook, our Instagram, Lethbridge Spa underscore Lethbridge. Is that where we're at for our tagline? Something yeah, like something, something like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag you in the in the I'll tag you in the post. Don't worry. Yeah, you're perfectly prepared for everything else. PureSpa.co. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. We'll do that. Okay. Awesome guys. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. and thanks, thanks for illustrating the whole purpose, you know, that business can be better, especially even during a pandemic. I'm, uh, I'm so proud, proud of you guys. and so happy for you. Thank you so much. Thanks. thanks. Kelly Ray. Bye.